0: It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, here we are, September, a brand new month, a brand new season. And I don't know about you, Laura, but everybody back here is running around getting back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all the excitement. Is it still hot down there in Tennessee?
1: It is hot, and people have been back to school for quite a while
0: here. Oh, we really? Much really? earlier,
1: at the first week of August, Deb.
0: Well, we're we're already able to buy our Thanksgiving decor up here, so <laughs> yes, I think they're yeah. rushing the season a little bit. <laughs> but as we are heading into a new month, a, a topic the Lord put on our heart called making history uh, is our topic, our, our brand new series for September. I think one day you and I made had some conversation about. We have had a lot of history together, you and I, and uh, we've, ch- you know, changed in locations and ministry uh, focus. We no longer sit at the same table, but the treasure of the history that you and I have shared, and as we began to share, we felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, making history is a an important theme for people to focus on, and in, in a generation that I feel like relationships come and go much faster than maybe several decades ago. So we're going to be sitting in this topic for the month, but today's um, podcast is called Look Forward and Remember, which you might be going, that doesn't make sense. So (laughs) hang in there, check it out today. We are looking forward to uh, two episodes or two podcasts where we have some special guests coming ahead to share with us. You have some long, long, long long-term friends who have made a lot of history together, going to all come and share there are stories about relationships. And I have a friend coming who is a Christian counselor who shares a lot about the importance of healthy boundaries um, in order to maintain long-standing friendships in order to make a history together. Uh, so it's really, I'm excited about this topic. It's been really fun to record them, but I would love for you to set the stage for this particular podcast. Look forward and remember, you shared a teaching not too long ago with a small group of women and it, it just struck all of us, this is too good to just stay in this small group. So what's going on today?
1: Well, I love this concept, Debbie, and I'm loving the fact that we're in a new month and God is doing something new. And I feel like he's speaking a very um, clear word to us. I know to me, at least as I am going out of or have just recently come out of one season and I'm heading into another uh, I recently uh, sold our family home, which was a big, big deal for us. All the memories, you know, that that are within those four walls uh, to no longer have that part of my present story uh, was a big, big transition for me. And uh, some other things have been changing in my story as well. And so as I'm coming from one season into the next I really wanted to dive into the idea or the topic of creating history. You and I have been talking about it, like you said. And you know, one of my favorite things to do is looking up what do words mean in the original language when we find them in the word of God. And so I looked up in my um, Hebrew and Greek uh, concordance site on, on the web, and I looked up what is the word for history. Uh, that we would find in the Bible. And Deb, I was honestly shocked. I was like shocked. I had my pen ready, right? I'm ready to take notes. And what I learned was there is no original word for the word history in the original text of the Bible. Like there is no word for history. Now, as a, a side note, later on, much later on, the Hebrew language did, uh, create a word for history based on our word for history but but it's just so interesting there's no word for history in the
0: word of god which is mind-blowing because isn't the bible a book that has um a census it has chronologies it has timelines it's battles and events that took place and that's you and i would say that's a lot of history but yet there's no word yes
1: yes like that is exactly what history is but God's word is so much more. And so I just, I love this. I think I'm, I'm so passionate about this right now. I'm sure you can see it in my face, Deb. Can't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> but uh, one of the things God's word constantly tells us to do is we are to look forward. You know, I, we all love the Bible verse and I'm sure we've all quoted it. You know, I'm doing a new thing, right? Forget the past. I'm doing a new thing. I, I was thinking about some things that we see in our world uh, today that show us that life goes forward, right? Cars, uh, they don't have the headlights in the back of the car because we don't need to see which way we're going in the back of our car. We're going forward. And so we need lights illuminating the way. And how many times have you heard, I know I used to say this to Emily all the time, like, do you think I have eyes in the back of my head? And she used to really think that that was what was going on when I knew what she was doing. Uh, you know, in her car seat in the back seat of the car, like we're not called to look back. It seems like everywhere we look, life is designed to move forward, and so it is with God's people, right? We are created to move forward. And yet we want to look back. And so there's this there's this balance here. It's so interesting because we are called to look forward and we are called
0: to remember. Yeah. The, the question is, though, how do you balance moving forward, looking forward? We would talk about it, eyes forward, right? Eyes forward. Mm-hmm. And yet do what the Bible tells us to do and remember things from the past at the same time. And that's, that's a tricky thing. How do you walk that out in real life? So today we're going to really talk about how do you keep going forward when a chapter of your life is finished we've talked a lot about seasons right seasons come seasons go well what if there's a piece of you that still wants to have one foot still in the past season it's hard to move forward so learning how to do that so this concept about how to stay in a healthy place of transition where god is calling us to move forward but the pull the pull and the memories and the triggers And the the things that come up that maybe weren't healed in our past, how do we, in a healthy way, continue to move forward while remembering the past?
1: Well, as I continued uh, my research, Deb, I think this is a concept that really seals the deal on the question that you just asked. While I couldn't find a word for history in the word of God, um, in the original language, I found the word zikaron zikaron is mentioned more than 200 times in the bible
0: that's significant and
1: yeah anytime right anytime 200 that's a lot of times that god is saying zikaron remember remember it's a word that means memory or remember but the interesting thing about the word zikaron it's not just to look back and remember that something happened it's this concept That you are to remember that something happened and bring it with you into your present as you are looking. Forward into your future. It's this this word we're going to talk about today, and really work it out so it'll become more and more apparent what the concept is here. But Zikaron ensures that the events of the past remain in the present. It, it's a concept where you are not just saying yes, it happened, and so I'll be changed because of it. You are saying it happened. I'm carrying it with me. It's what made me who I am today. You know, if you look at history, historians, they determine facts of the events and then they interpret the facts. But in traditional Jewish way of thinking, there is meaning in the event before it even happens. And the event that happens actually is purposed to dictate how we interpret our present circumstances we're living today. So it's a
0: hard concept to grasp, but I think once we do... It's life changing, right? So stick with us. So we're going to continue to keep giving you some data points. And then we're going to really walk this out. Like, how do we live this out today? There was a rabbi silver. um, Let me just quote him. God commands us to remember these events because intended they're intended to have relevance for our lives today in every generation, each individual must see himself and he said, look, as if he came out, he or she came out of Egypt. The thing that's interesting, Laura, that the Jewish people, they were tethered to the past, but as a part of their everyday life, they still kept it in front of them. You know, you can't move forward without recognizing that they were a part of the past. Yep. That's why they, they told stories constantly. They kept yep. revisiting, they made memorials. Why do we not want to forget these things? History itself is made up of objective facts. Yep. The memory of it is a subjective experience. And and listen to this quote. I think this is awesome. Judaism is less interested in dry facts than in breathing experiences. When you're breathing, it's current, right? Something that you're walking through right now.
1: Absolutely. So zikaron is an experience that we have breathed and we still carry it with us today we are literally embracing our past as part of the moment that we're in today and I love what you just said about the fact that the children of Israel for years and years and years when they looked back like you just said it was as if they actually had been the one to cross over the Red Sea and that's that's our story right? Part of our history, part of our zikaron is that we don't just look at someone else's story in our past. We actually bring it forward and we relive that place as if it is our own.
0: Mm. You know, it's interesting. In part of my teaching style, I use a lot of storytelling because God teaches me so much in the moments of things that are happening. Some of it's hard, some of it's amazing, right? So it's positive and negative. But I I bring back those stories a lot when I teach because I'm reliving. This is what you walked me through. This is what you showed me. And I'm still walking out and living those principles. I'm not living the facts anymore, but I'm living what he, what he planted in my life in the present day, but it's coming from my past. So that storytelling is a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that Zikaron was used over 200 times. So that's, that's significant. One of the first things that we are to Zikaron was Passover. It's back when G, when God brought the Israelites out of Egypt. If you look back in Exodus 14, verse 14, this is the day to remember at Zikaron. That's that word. This is the day to Zikaron. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate as a special festival to the Lord. This is the law for all time.
1: Yeah, it's like this. I love you just said it. This is a day to Zikaron, right? God was doing something significant in their story. And he was telling them they were to repeat it over and over again for generation after generation. But they weren't just to say, this is the facts of how it Mm -hmm. went down, right? It was a day that was going to define every day forward what happened in their story in the past was going to define every day forward and they were going to live life differently because it happened it was like it was like god was saying you are going to feel it and you are going to live it in the way that they did and we know in the passover right deb they had to eat the herbs and the lamb and the unleavened bread and they were told exactly how to do it the way the people prior to them had done it God wanted them to experience it for generations to come as if they had done it. You will go forward and you will carry it with you. And I think the big takeaway is that God's people were to move forward, but they were to move forward differently because they had experienced a moment from the
0: past
1: in oh, those zikaron moments.
0: That's so true. We think about it. God delivered Israel from Egypt and then he brings them supernaturally right across the red sea into the wilderness but that was a series of challenges that came prior to them getting to their promised land so for 40 years they are experiencing discouragement they were depressed they had kind of paralyzed by fear and they wandered in circles in the wilderness for 40 years and then in deuteronomy 2 god says to the next generation in israel look it is time to move forward And he calls them to cross yet another obstacle, right? The Jordan River. And if you recall that story, while they're walking through, they are instructed to pull out 12 memorial stones, which become monuments on the other side. And and God's very clear so that generations to come will look back at these stones, these monuments and zikaron what happened. Like when your children ask you, tell us a story about those stones, and your children's children and your children's children they these kids never walked through the across the river but they are zikaron they are remembering as if they had been the ones to walk across and to celebrate carrying that past experience with them the god who who provided the god who made a way where there was no way we are part of that story and we can move forward in the light of what they carried
1: deb i'm just blown blown away as you're saying this cuz like you know god tells us to remember all these things that have happened in the old testament as well and so i love how you just said that the fathers are telling their children like it's you you weren't around but you walked this river too and and i think that's so key for us when we look back at the word of god we weren't around right but we walked the river we, we came through that place because we're part of a bigger story. But I think when you when you talk about coming out of Egypt and when you talk about going through the river, uh, it seems to me that it's in the challenging seasons where God, God calls us to Zikaron really mm-hmm. significantly, right? There are things that we remember, uh, specific dates or emotions or places where God moved so clearly in our lives that we would call those things uh, a sea crossing or a water crossing. I've mm-hmm. shared my story of the break-in at the the house that we just, sold in, in Delaware. And I know I've shared in the past, uh, you know, God telling us to leave it all behind and move to Franklin, not having any idea why. Um, and I know I've shared about my dad passing, like those are three significant events in my life that I look at this concept of and I say, God, you have called me to Zikaron each one of those events. I don't just look back at them but I carry them into my present, right? And I walk in light of them today, recognizing that they're not just my past. They've made me who I am today, and they will be carried with me into my future. Like I move forward carrying the past with me, but the it's not an unhealthy attachment. You know, sometimes people mm-hmm. say you got to let go of the past. You got to let go of the right. past. Zicarone isn't an unhealthy attachment to the past. It's recognizing that what happened in the past shaped you and that you are living in light of it now and walking forward as as somebody who hasn't um, just not counted it uh, a significant event in your life, but you're carrying it forward in a very healthy way.
0: You know, right right here at my desk, I have some significant pictures of um, moments from the past Some are very positive. Some are hard, and I'm just I'm looking at the pictures and I'm feeling like this is an example of something that I zikarona. My spiritual mama, my mentor um, Mary McGowan, was hit by a drunk driver and literally killed on the street in November of 2003. And I have her little funeral card, her picture. You know, it's always about a foot away from me. And you may say that's kind of. Like, why would you do that? You know, why would you put something so hard in front of you? And, but I am a totally different person because the Lord brought her home. It was at that time in my life, uh, there was such a planting of a seed of caring about the hearts of teenage girls and their faith that was planted in my heart. That's who Mary was to me. And at the time I really didn't like teenage girls. They were, they, I had too many mean girl memories Yep. Um, from my own growing up. And I really did not, I let somebody else take care of them, right? Like that's just not my thing. Yep. But, but when she died, God planted a seed in my heart that said, that's a group of women, they're young that I'm calling you to love and to teach and invest in. And so I look at the picture and I, and I, there's a little bit of pain, right? But most mm. of it now is, Thank you, Mary. Your life inspired me Mm. because I did come out of it very changed. Yes, And for years and years opened my home and spent time in a Bible study with teenage girls, which was not happening. There was no desire. In fact, I was running from it prior to her death. So that was a moment that I I don't mind looking back on Mm. and I don't get stuck in the grief. I actually reflect on God. Thank you that I walked through that. I'm living it out today.
1: Yep. Amen. That's exactly it. That's
0: exactly it. Think about this Passover meal, right? We talked about where the significance back in, in Exodus of the Passover meal, but it was also established in a meal that Jesus brought his disciples into Mm -hmm. zikaroning the Passover meal. We call it the last supper. And when you look at that account in Mark 14, the disciples were getting ready to transition into another season, they just didn't know it yet Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: Jesus was heading to the cross and they were heading to the world and they had no idea. So he made his departure meal. I mean, he had how many meals with them over three years, but his final meal was to remember was to Zikaron was one that they had already taken many times in their lives. But at this point it was going to take a whole new place of significance. And we still carry it on today. Yep. And then you got, you have Paul in first Corinthians 11, listen you know, to what he says, "For I received from the Lord, what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night that he was betrayed, took bread. And when he gave thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you do this in remembrance mm-hmm. zikaron do this in zikaron of me and he said the same thing for the cup Like i you know since you gave that short teaching to us not too long ago i've taken communion since then and i hear that debbie yeah. do this in zikaron
1: yes because that's yes. what he said
0: that's what he meant
1: yes absolutely and so why did jesus you know choose this significant meal, right? To be this moment of remembrance for his people, right? Was this a a moment they were going to recount as a fact? Oh yeah. Remember that night it's uh, in our history. We we met with Jesus and and we had a meal or was this going to be part of their memory, a living, breathing experience that they would carry into their present and then into their future. They carried it, with them. this was a breathing experience, not just a fact that they weren't cross off on a page. It changed the trajectory of who they were. I love that, that passage you just read because the Corinthian church that Paul was speaking to, they were going through some big stuff when he spoke that uh, to them. They're going through division and the people are not thinking right. They're not acting, way, right? They're not following the way of Jesus. Um, and Paul was uh, calling them, out from where they had been in an unhealthy place. And so he took a piece of their history, right? Communion, this, this meal that Jesus had established, and he called them to remember, to zikaron this moment. Now, now let's go back to what we've just been saying, right? This moment that Jesus was, was celebrating this meal, it was the Passover supper. It was for the disciples to remember, what the story where they passed through the water. It would become the meal now that we remember when Christ, you know, died on the cross. But in that moment, Paul was saying to them, when you're sitting here taking this communion meal, when you're eating the Passover, did you guys all remember or do you guys all remember as you're you're sitting here so divided that you all had a place walking through the water? You know, Mm -hmm. can you remember that you were all slaves on one side of the Red Sea, and that you all had a transitionary moment where the Lord split the sea and you got into the wilderness on your way to the promised land. Like, take that moment that happened, live it, bring it into your present place. Remember who you are, because you were all
0: in that same place together. Mm, Oh my gosh. You think of how much division there is in the church today. Yes. Right. All that disunity needs to become unified again. Yep. And and the churches walk through this for how many centuries? Right? This is not a new thing. We need to we look at these mountains that are between churches, between perspectives. And does social media just enhance it? I mean, it just blows up. We got to look back and say, let's put this in perspective. We all came from a place of unity. How have we? gotten off track when the church takes a meal like this right takes a meal a a zikaron moment of taking communion together it's saying we all stood at the same place where we needed the deliverance by jesus we all we we all stood there because i think when you start listening to the arguments people are going back and forth it almost takes a, a stand of we didn't need this like you need this Yeah, we Mm -hmm. all start in the same place. Mm -hmm. We all start in the same place. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. We need a public covenant of renewal. We need a public covenant of we need forgiveness. You know, we need to be brought back into a place of unity. And the only way to do that is to look back how we have all walked the same road where we desperately needed deliverance by Jesus on the cross. And so Paul was like, this is a big deal. You know, all this division that you're dealing with. We need to go back and zikaron how we all have common roots.
1: Yep. We're, that's right. we're really on the
0: same page. And let's, let's start there because when you start there, I think it takes some of the fire out of your attitude.
1: Absolutely. And it all goes back right to the Red Sea crossing and then our personal Red Sea crossing with Jesus. It's like Paul was saying, guys, kind of like you just said, Deb, none of us, was righteous on our own. And then there was a moment right where blood was shed and Jesus died on the cross. And on the other side of that, we all have this opportunity to live out and remember it's part of our story. It's, it's goes back to Galatians two twenty, which is one of my favorite passages. And I see it so differently now, after I've studied this out, Paul says in Galatians two twenty, I am am crucified with christ it is no longer me i who lives right it is christ living through me i've always looked at that passage and thought yes i am crucified with christ i am crucified with christ thinking about communion and taking the concept of zikaron it's as if right we are putting ourselves there paul was saying i am zikaroning this communion moment I am crucified with Christ. I lived it. I experienced it. It is a living, breathing moment for me in my story. Mm. I have history with Jesus in that moment. And it impacted every moment for him in his present and in his future. It's the same thing for us. When we take communion, I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. I look back at that moment. And it has shaped, I'm making sure that that event from the past is part of my present and -hmm. that it will become part of my future too.
0: I think this is where it, it makes a, a believer stand out differently than perhaps someone who doesn't know Christ, you know, how they handle things from the past. We're always changing, right? We're always transitioning from one thing to the next one season to the next and to encourage a person you can't change what took place in the past, but being able to see how God moved in the midst of it helps us to move forward and learn from it and grow. He's molding us more into Christ based on what he has allowed us to walk through in the past. For example, I think of grief, right? There's been a lot of grief, Mm. a lot of death. And for the believer, we don't grieve like the world does because there's a future, Right there is a future in heaven with Christ, so we can. I can look at the picture of Mary, and be sad because I would have loved Mary to have been a part of my children's lives, but she's not. But yet she mm. is, right? Mm. Yet she is because yes. the yes. mom that I am, that the, they, yes. they call yes. me, they call the girls, call me Mama Kay, right? They yes. call me Mama Kay. <laughs> well, she That's was right. my, she was Mama Mary, right? Mm. She was Mama Mary, like she. It it is carried on into my life Mm -hmm. that the lessons Mm -hmm. that God did in my life through her, even though she's gone, I no longer have to grieve her absence because I'm living today so differently because of the, what God planted in my heart through her life. That's right. Uh, I'm not leaving the, the fact that she lived or the fact that she died behind. I'm carrying her influence, right? How God worked in her life and through her life. I'm carrying it with me. You know, yep. three three years ago, um, I was on sabbatical after just stepping down as uh, one of the pastors at our church. After all those decades of being in kids' ministry, I was stepping out of killed kids' ministry. And, and you were a few weeks away from well, actually, mm-hmm. you know, you just actually left too three years mm-hmm. ago. You were stepping down, but I look back at those memories, right? Like I can see kids at church and I see what God is doing in our kids' program. And I I said to my husband the other day, I loved the season that I was a kid's pastor. I'm zickaroning now. Yes. Those memories. I I don't have a desire to go back to be the me of that season, Yes, but I am remembering with such fondness, the good and the hard, right? The good and the hard because, oh my goodness, it shaped who I am today. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about... What in your life? What has shaped you today from your past that you can zikarone, that you can mm-hmm. remember? Because God uses all of it for yep. the good, right? Because yep. he's working out his purpose in our lives, the good, bad, and the ugly. We don't get stuck in the past, but we zikarone what he did in yes. the past. I'm zikaron it because I am still experiencing the the it's something that's grown. Yeah. Right and it's still I'm um, it's bearing fruit in my life today even though it took place a long time ago.
1: Yeah, I love that Debbie and I think that uh for those uh listeners who are experiencing transition or have just come through transition I think it's important um we want to keep our eyes ahead. We want to do it in a healthy way. Um we don't want the past to be something that haunts us. We want or something that holds us back. We want it to be something that pushes us forward and propels us into what god has for us next um and i think a a great way to wrap this up is asking a question what from your last season do you look back at as just a a list of facts and i wonder what list of facts uh the lord might be highlighting to you saying this really isn't just a fact right this is a, a moment i want you to continue to live and breathe into your next season And what does that look like? It's been very healthy for me to reflect that way. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if it will be for others. We have so many facts Mm -hmm. in our lives. I don't want just a list of facts. I don't want Mm -hmm. my story to just be a list of facts. I want to take those things that happened. I want to live them out, breathe them still today, and then move on um, Mm -hmm. in a way that is healthy and so as we are just starting this uh, today, this new series, I'm excited because it is important for us to have uh, memories that come together, things that are history, right, that the way we think about it all coming together. And so I hope you'll continue to join us as we go through this month of September uh, on this concept of making history together, remembering and what that looks like it's gonna be some Mm. fun moments in it lots of laughter oh yeah and uh lots of good stuff uh from the word of god so thanks for joining us today um we are blessed uh that you would uh choose to spend time uh with us as we talk about god's word so have a good one we will talk to you next monday and take care god bless you we believe that god
0: will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.